The one who has the power to give, won't he have the power to know? We are waiting for God to make things happen, but maybe God is waiting for us to perform our action, our karma. Welcome to the podcast Karma is Supreme. Hello listeners today I am with someone who has been doing a phenomenal work for humanity spirituality and karma in its true essence is lived and practiced by this person the founder and the chairman of Agewell Foundation who has been taking care of millions of senior citizens in India since 1999 welcome mr himanshu rath it's an honor to have you on the show karma is supreme thank you hello everyone so we have himanshu rajji here and uh, let us know about his journey sir so how did you come about this journey like how did you come about serving the senior citizens you know uh, reaching where you are right now and i have also learned that you have got a special consulative status from the united nations yeah it has been a long journey this is the 26th year of work that we have been doing uh, started off with the basic thought that old people particularly in traditional societies are uh, within the four walls of homes are not respected are rather rejected because uh, most younger people consider old people as if they are in the way and the moment they step out of the four walls of their households the younger people will double up in front of neighbors Hmm. Older people in the neighborhood. Uh, uncle, you had your medicine. Auntie, how are you keeping? But they will not speak to their own parents for for days right. to come. Uh, that's a, that's an irony. Hmm. Uh, in traditional societies, it's a norm that in the social milieu you maintain that you respect old people, that you have a lot of regard for them. But within the family, they you reject them, and that was the thought process which. initiated the whole thought for ethical foundation and uh, essentially it's an attempt to bridge the gap between generations mm. uh, you know in today's world most young people they prefer to communicate through their thumb yeah. they they send messages yes whereas old people they they prefer to communicate through their tongue yes so the mode of communication has changed and therefore the understanding between generations is also it's also widening every single day uh which leaves old people isolated which uh, put them in a vulnerable condition mm. and we attempt to bridge the gap and mm. try and make a better tomorrow for old people i believe that you know our indian culture actually taught us that uh i think you also mentioned this somewhere that our indian culture did teach us you know to take care of our elders i think over the years as we have moved towards westernization and also people are getting more busy in their jobs and all so they are either not getting the time to take care of the elderly at home or maybe they have their own reasons what do you think are the reasons why uh, apart from you know like you mentioned right now that they're not taking care of their own parents so what do you think that today in 2023 are the reasons that children are actually ignoring sort of the senior citizens 
nobody is ignoring anyone as such the the larger issue is life has become very very complicated it's not that easy to live in this fast paced hmm arena uh most young people find it very difficult to manage with demands of life hmm. as an individual hmm forget about others moreover ever since electronics took over our lives yes now almost everybody is busy with their phone hmm at the moment you have a uh, mobile phone in hand hmm and therefore it becomes a window to the world hmm people prefer to internalize everything hmm they are watching whatever on the phone and they live in their own world yes anybody else hmm is is an interference in their thought process hmm uh, right so the distance between individual now almost everybody like you you walk into any family anywhere in the world today most of the people are busy with their own phones they walk into a restaurant or walk into some household where people are sitting around the dining table nobody is talking to the other person everybody is yeah. busy with their own phone right right uh, so if i'm if i am busy in my own life if i am busy with myself with my own thought process uh i am not concerned about the other people be it my own mother or father or anybody else hmm uh whereas older people have expectations from younger people yes so they are always looking up to young people to communicate but mm. young people don't communicate hmm that's the problem uh today this internalization of thought process is the biggest challenge and with ai coming in and all uh, sorts of other uh, technological developments mm. god alone knows what will happen with with the world hmm sir so as you mentioned you look AI... at it in a larger perspective yeah yeah so as you mentioned ai so is there any uh, application of ai that is coming up in this work as well ai is overpowering ai is like it's there everywhere so uh it young people old people everywhere ai is dominating now no as uh, in but I then mean, in the implementation of the work that you are doing uh, is like ai helpful not so that? far not 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 so far not so far maybe 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 because we are in in india uh western part gradually it is seeping in yeah. but when we talk about old people old people are all emotions mm. old age is all about emotions yes that that human touch the human connect mm. so ai can not possibly delete or erase mm. that emotional quotient mm. of an old person whichever mm. part of the world that old person is at mm. uh, so uh, yes ai would have its own impact in various different arenas of life but old age uh, is not something that will get affected so immediately maybe in time to come things might change uh, but not 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 immediately okay right so when we talk about old age you know while i interacted with a lot of senior citizens and if i even mention that you know if i'm asking them questions regarding what do you think about this if you know we are doing certain activity for senior citizens so the first thing that nowadays i get to hear is that do you think i'm a senior citizen i i literally met this man who was 80 years old and he said you think i'm a senior citizen 
and i was like okay so of course it's in the mind of the person that makes sense but uh, as you are already dealing with senior citizens and if we go by the definition it's 60 years and above but what do you think about this how has your experience been with the senior citizens in india senior citizens world over are going through a catharsis sort of because what has happened is it was just about till about 10 15 years back if someone passed away at the age of 65 the usual reaction used to be okay you worked till 60 had your pension for 4 5 years and gone away but there is a time for any human being to go yes but today living up to 90 mm. is quite common there are a large number of people who are living beyond 100 now mm. right so the the size of old age has increased like in many 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 ways mm. and therefore the impact of this is now being felt by old people all over the world mm. and i'll i'll illustrate by giving you an example Okay. See, if I retire at sixty, hmm. invariably uh, there is an age gap between husband and wife. Right. World over. Right. If the husband is sixty, the wife could be anything between two three years to up to about ten twelve years is quite common. Right. So if the guy is sixty, the lady could be just about fifty five. Right. Normally, on an average. Right. Right. If I am going to live till ninety, hmm. I have thirty years. Clear years to live. If my wife is fifty-five, she has thirty-five clear years to live. Right. Women usually outlive men by four or five years, mm. so forty years. Right. Now, whatever amount of money that I have saved, invested, or even inherited, that money is not going to last me for forty years. Yes. That's a very important part yes. of human life now. Now, forty years of unproductive life. Mm. dependence on my savings is a huge challenge any amount of money is not going to last me for 40 years right with inflation with uh, medication costs with health uh, uh, management costs everything going up mm. it's it's a, it's a huge challenge now because of that suddenly everybody wants to maintain that i am not that old i am young enough to work mm. i need to work Beat my second job, third job, fourth job, whatever. Till the time my body and my mind allows me to move and work, I should continue to work and earn money. Yes. So money has taken over all other emotions. Right. Which is why most old people nowadays do not prefer to be identified as old person. Hmm. Because the moment you brand me as an old person, then it is considered that I have, I can't I am I am unproductive now. Right. Now it is it it was on the flip side there is there is an another aspect to it. If I am going to live till say sixty five, hmm. then invariably, as a human being, I'll fall sick towards the end of my life. Yes. So I'll end up falling sick in my early sixties. Yes. Now at that point of time, my children, if I have children. Mm. Would be around twenty-five, thirty, maximum thirty-five. Right. So this phase of twenty-five to thirty-five is a phase when my children would would have the courage to beg, borrow, steal, and mm. look after my health. Hmm. So they're there for me, right. financially, emotionally, in all with all which way. Right. 
But if I'm going to live till 90, hmm. I'll fall sick in my mid 80s hmm. or early 90s. Hmm. That is the time when my own children would be 50, 55, 60. Yes, right. They would rather save their money for their own old age, hmm. or their home loans, or hmm. their children's education. They are not going to spend money on my health. And if they are not going to spend money on my health, they they are also not available to me. Yes. So then, then I am all lonely. Hmm. I am I am like dependent on everything else in life. Right. So that is a huge, huge challenge. Mm. Now, this is a realization which is now setting in. Mm. And complicating this whole concept mm. of human life. Mm. For the first 20 years of a human life, one is still preparing, studying, trying to be ready enough for a job. You work for about 40 years and then for remaining 30, 35 years, you're not working. Initial 20 years, your parents are there to look after you. But the remaining 30, 35 years, the children are not there to look after you. Mm -hmm. So you are like thrown to the dogs. Yes. Pardon my expression. Got it. Got it. But then this is the reality. This is the reality and most old people are suffering because of it. Mm -hmm. So everything, every, the spirituality aspect, the meditation, the, uh, the involvement with religion, the practices, the rituals, everything goes out of the window when you are hungry. Mm. Everything goes out of the window when there is no one to look after you. Everything yes. goes out of the window mm. then when there is no one to communicate with. Right. So that is that's a challenge that we all have to collectively work towards. Mm. Now, unfortunate aspect in all this, you look at the curriculum of schools anywhere in the world, including mm. India. Mm. There is not a single chapter on old age. Mm. And why? That's the question. Because mm. old age is something which is which is there in everybody's life. Mm. Each one of us wants to live for as long as possible. Mm. But do we do we sensitize, do we teach our children as to what old age is all about? Since mm. we don't teach them, it is expected that okay, in your family circle you will come across old people and you will know what is what. But then it doesn't work like that. If I, if no one has ever taught me about old age, I am hmm. not prepared about old age. Yeah. Nobody, I am not even sensitive towards the needs of old people. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a challenge. Now it's a it's a complex challenge. Sir, and as you uh, are part of uh, planning commission also, so have you taken any steps about this thing that the schools have not included anything about old age? Are any steps are being taken by, you know, the committee or anyone that so that they include the content about the same. We have been harping about it over the years. Okay. I, I personally, I am a member with several different organizations and government initiatives where mm. such discussions take place. Mm. We've been insisting that NCRT should come up with some, some chapters on old age. Yes. Uh, but no, sorry, nothing, nothing has moved so far. Okay. Uh, as a as a social initiator, as an advocate for old people, we can only advocate and raise our voice. Yes. Uh, but then uh, it is the decision of the bureaucrats and ultimately the politicians. Hmm. Who will also grow. There old, comes the other. They can't see it. They, see, wherever, whichever part of the world you go to, 
wherever there is democracy the yeah. leadership invariably is of old people hmm right look at world leaders today look yes. at narendra modi yes look at biden hmm. look at putin hmm. look at wherever hmm everywhere the politicians are old people yes when young people become uh, leader hmm. like sunak for example in uk hmm. now Mm. then everybody will say mr nice mr clean but no wisdom mm. it is with age that wisdom is calculated but i see okay. that if everybody is old at this position they are working at then they should be even more sensitized uh, sensitive no, towards no. such thing no? no 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 when you are a politician when you are a politician you only look at vote bank yeah right and old people it is believed by politicians that by the time you are 60 mm. your political ideology in your head is set so whatever yes. the politician says they can't swing or sway the mindset of a old person yes so right. they are rather neglected rejected which is why there are hardly any policies for old people mm-hmm. there is hardly anything favoring old people in terms of policy Mm, so when it. the politicians don't find it useful enough they are not in favor of policies positive policies for old people mm. now who would do the drafting for the policy the bureaucrats now bureaucrats are retired at the age of 60 right so they themselves have haven't experienced old age as such mm. because when you are a senior bureaucrat by the time you are 50 55 60 as a bureaucrat you are in a senior position yes and you are put on a pedestal by your family members mm. by the immediate society mm. so they live in their own cocoon right they start realizing about old age only post retirement after 3 4 5 years when they realize that there's no one to talk to then they realize that oh my god there is nothing for old people but when mm. they are in position to draft mm. when they are in a position to do about some change they usually not not interested right right in so, any case most bureaucrats prefer to go into defense coming to commerce industry finance at least in india and like indian circumstances or in this region hmm. uh, it is the sidelined bureaucrats who end up in social welfare so right. they hardly do anything for it right hmm Okay so before I come to the next question I would first of all like to congratulate you I listened to your speech at the United Nations around 4 years ago and it was an excellent speech that you gave and I was actually uh, reminded of Swami Vivekananda at that time when I was listening to it it was a wonderful speech that you gave I just wanted to share that with you because I listened to it completely and I was like wow I mean I was your voice was very powerful when you spoke I would give the link also in the description for the podcast and uh, would encourage listeners to listen to what he said about the senior citizens in India and his work so so my question is that now that you have been working with the senior citizens since 1999 how has your foundation evolved by now like when you started and now in 2023 also um what do you think has been your greatest moment of achievement for you while leading this foundation 
Okay. Let me start with in, in reverse order to your question. Okay. <laughs> there is no great moment. So uh, there, there's nothing like that. There, there, there's no nothing like uh, a moment where you suddenly uh, start thinking that oh, I have achieved something. Or there's nothing like that because that is not the purpose. Okay. Okay. Uh, so far as old people per se are concerned, when we started twenty five years, the larger number of old people used to approach us. Because at that point of time, there was a lot of confusion. So far as old people are concerned, um, in their own minds mm -hmm. about old age, right? But that was the beginning of Indians living a little longer. Mm -hmm. The shift from sixty sixty five to seventy five eighty eighty five ninety was just happening, right? So people were concerned, and that. That perhaps was the beginning of the first generation of old people in India. Exceptions have always been there, but people were not living that long. So now, for example, if someone is living at like someone is say eighty today, right, that someone may not have seen his or her own parents living mm -hmm. that long. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, so if I have not seen anybody living that long in my own life, immediate circles. Then I am not prepared about old age. I don't know what is what old age is all about. What to expect? Makes sense. Uh, so at that point of time, larger number of old people used to come to us. Hmm. Now, the, they have specific problems. That confusion is not there that much as it was then. Hmm. Now there are immediate requirements. Uh, because all surveys in India at least suggest that almost about. Sixty-five percent of old people. India mm. currently has about hundred and forty million old people. Okay. With about seventeen thousand people turning sixty every single day. Right. Uh, now, at this pace, uh, this perhaps is the fastest pace at which the population of old people is growing anywhere in the world. We mm. are a little behind China right now. In about any year, year and a half, we will cross China, and then India will have the largest population of old people anywhere in the world. Oh. And for years to come, because there is oh no other country as large as India with the kind of population that we have. Uh, so about sixty-five percent of old people have nothing, absolutely nothing, no pension, no income, no nothing. They, they are completely dependent on their relatives and their children. Hmm. And relatives and children are busy with their own lives. Yes. Most of the children will turn around and say, "Give me a job. I'll look after my parents." Yeah. They they don't have enough income to feed their own families. Forget about their parents. Thirty-five percent of the population now. Sixty-five percent of hundred and forty million is a huge number. But the remaining thirty-five percent—that's also a big number to compare it with the world population. Now these people also. These people have loads of money. They are loaded with money. They have earned very well. They have saved very well. Many of them inherited very well. They are loaded with money. Now that's the generation. That's the section of society which has started traveling, which is investing in different things, and most of them are investing in buying relations. They 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 will invest in something for their son-in-law, or for their daughter-in-law, or for their grandchildren. 
in anticipation that if I give them this gift or if I give them this many money or whatever, they will look after me when I am old. So that's a different society. There, there, this thirty-five percent has been for for them the biggest problem is in terms of loneliness, in terms of sense of isolation. But the but the larger portion, the sixty-five percent. their concern is basic concern is medication food shelter forget about relationships anything else they, they are not they, when when one is hungry with no shelter what will that one person do and the kind of pension system that we have in our country is also pitiable because there is hardly any money that pension money is like so so small uh, which is and it is it is not available to 65% it is available to a minuscule Five seven percent, and in this scenario, the other problem is the size of women, the number of women amongst old people. Larger number of uh, women, uh, like larger number of older people, is women, and old women would mean many of them would be widows. Now, if I am old, I have no income. I am useless for anybody and everybody. It's like an infertile cow to be like shunned around. No, no, nobody is interested in me. Uh, so that's that's a very complex scenario. Plus, particularly in India, when you are talking to people, educated people. Talking about old age home is quite common. Anybody and everybody talks about old age home, but in reality, there are just about one thousand operational old age homes in India currently. Only one thousand. That's a very low number. Yeah, with installed capacity of less than hundred thousand people to live in a country with one hundred and forty million old people. There is arrangement for less than hundred thousand people to live in old age homes, and why? One, the sixty-five percent do not have the means to pay at an old age home and live and stay. Sir, so, so like there. as you mentioned, like sixty-five percent is also like very huge number when we talk about in millions, you know. So, how do you, as a foundation, arrange for the funds of these the sixty-five percent of old age? See, we can't be a solution for everything. Our larger issue is advocacy, bringing about issues concerning old people upfront, in front of the policymakers. In terms of reaching out, we currently interact with about twenty-five thousand plus old people on a daily basis. We have a network of about eighty thousand volunteers spread across all the all the districts, all the seven hundred and sixty-six districts across the country. uh so in terms of numbers nationally internationally or any platform or for presentation purposes it it looks big but in terms of it, it, uh, but so far as reality is concerned 25% is a very minuscule number in in front of 140 million old people 25000 is like nothing literally nothing 
So we all have limited capabilities to do whatever. But then, uh, if we can create some sensitivity, if we can if we can generate some sort of awareness amongst people, it makes a difference. Like we are always constantly talking about connect with the parents. Let me ask you a question directly. You have your parents? I have my mother. You have your mother? Yeah. When did you have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation with your mother last time? Today. It's very easy. Almost every young person says this today. Now what conversation? Oh, I'm going. I'll, I'll be late. Or, no, I, I actually, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll tell you the reason behind it. So when I actually started working with senior citizens and also I was very closely connected to my nani and my dadi too. So at that time, while I was living with my nani, I realized that all she wanted was somebody to talk to. All she wanted was love. That's it. That's what she wanted. So at that time, I realized, okay, it's only the love that they want, right? It's only, they just want me to listen, right? And when I started working with the senior, uh, with the senior citizens, with the NGOs and all, at that time, one thought came to me, you know what? Let me first start with my own parents. That thought came to me. And since that time, me and my uh, brother, both of us, uh, in fact, we were like, uh, we are like a very close knit family since the beginning. But since that time, we actually kept a separate time for our parents. Like we have to sit with our parents one hour in the morning, one hour at night, no matter what. We have to listen to them. We have to just talk you to them apart daughter. from the dinner and breakfast that we do. Then you are a good daughter. <laughs> and you, you, you represent that minuscule number of exceptions. I agree because my life because most brought people me back otherwise me. don't. Experience brought me this here. Yeah, so so you 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 are that example that should be followed by others. So the duty for all of us, including you and me, is to spread this awareness. Mm. Like when we talk, when when I get the opportunity to talk to younger people, and when I ask them this question, the one that I ask you, invariably. Oh, I talk to her every day. Talk about what? Or like, give me money or I'm going or I'm coming and all well otherwise. And if the mother says something, the only statement is still, I know what I'm doing with my life. That is the kind of response most of But when you tell them about the connect, the warmth, that togetherness with the parents and the benefits of it, then they suddenly realize, oh, okay. That very evening, they would, if they're not staying with them, they'll call them up or they will go spend time with them or whatever, whatever. So the whole issue is how how the bridge between generations is, like how how we connect them together. Right. That is uh, what it is. Hmm. So. Um Sir, one thing I want to ask you that, you know, you have this monitoring and evaluation center uh, for senior citizens. Like, I want to know, like, what is it exactly about, like, what kind of monitoring and evaluation has helped the foundation? What is exactly done? Okay. 
that's a simple thing like i told you we have about 80000 volunteers across the country and we interact with very large number of old people on a daily basis so we pick up issues through these interactions we pick up common issues which which are concerning old age and old people this is those issues we develop a questionnaire and then that questionnaire is shared with all our volunteers who get the forms filled and we get data in today's world data collection is one of the most costly and difficult task but in our case because of our volunteers it is easier for us so once the data is collected we punch it in onto the computers analyze and a report is prepared so far we have prepared about 52 national reports uh, with sample size of anything between 10000 to 100000 these are concerning beats and rights of older people on different issues beat health beat finance beat interpersonal relations beat legal uh, requirements whatever uh, with the uh, beat human rights uh, most of these reports are also available on un website they have become a point of reference internationally the policy makers all over the world now policy makers are trying to develop policies for old people because there is a tactical shift in the population setup everywhere in the world the supply line is like drying up more and more women are uh, getting educated and taking up jobs uh, getting married later and the economic circumstances are such that you can't have more than one or two child like most family if somebody has a third child then like we will laugh at that person like what the hell how i go to afford the bringing up of this child so the supply line is drying up but older people uh, in 60s 70s 80s 90s a uh, large number of people were born all over the world so there there larger number of older people in societies policies are being made so they are useful for policy makers as a point of reference uh, they they are useful for policy makers in india also as a point of reference uh, so that is what we do and that that is a way of uh, communicating with larger number in society to tell them about what is happening in lives of old people and what are their expectations okay 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 my my last question to you is that i have observed that nowadays many youngsters they are going abroad and even when you know they are aware that their parents are living alone back here in india they are still there it does give me a bit of pain in my heart when i listen to the parents and they don't say anything to their children because um they want their happiness at the end and they are like it's okay let them be happy you know they are always concerned about their children's happiness so Okay let me just put it this way what advice would you give to the youngsters today in 2023 what advice would you give to the youngsters that's it giving advice is something that doesn't really count much but then uh, let me let me start with the slightly comic explanation or rather slightly comic scenario 
which is currently on. You know, who is a good parent? How do you how do you define a good parent? Who is a good child? Who is a good parent? Who is a good as parent? A parent hmm. uh, as a as a parent, it is expected that I give good education to my child, right? Give good values to my child, and guide them in the in the most in, in the best possible manner, right? So as a as a parent, what will I do? I'll ask my child to go to school every day. Finish school work properly to study hard, get good marks. Right? If my child gets good marks, then the child will get admission in a professional institution, get a good job somewhere outside the city or in some other country or wherever. So the moment my child gets admission in some good professional institution, by the the only relationship left after that is meeting as guests. Either the child will come to my house as a guest during his or her vacations, or I'll go and meet the child wherever the child is, whichever part of the world the child is, as a guest. Otherwise, separated. I may be 70, 80, 90, struggling about like worried about okay something happens to me late night who will look after me who will take me to the hospital or whatever my child is somewhere else sitting in america or bangalore or wherever right so if i if i'm a good parent i have a lonely desperate old age if i'm a bad parent and i am not interested in my child's education the child will say, oh, I have a test tomorrow. Then I'll say, oh, don't go to school. Don't appear in the test. There is no question of waiting. That's marks. So the child will pass, barely pass, and will not get admission in any professional institution. And will hang around. And would live with me. And would be there in my old age to look after me. Mm, in anticipation sense. that when I die, my house will, he'll inherit my house. He will inherit everything else that I have. And I have a very comfortable old age because there is someone to look after. So the definitions are turning around. If I'm a good parent, I have a horrible old age. If I'm a bad parent, I have a comfortable old age. But as a parent, everybody tries and wants to be a good parent. And the child goes away. So this whole situation need, is very complicated. <laughs> yeah, so the need is for the child who is very well educated, who is very well established in life, to remain sensitive towards the needs of old people. Sending a $500 uh, remittance every month and feeling happy that, okay, in Indian currency, it's a huge amount of money and I've done my duty. Is not enough. That warmth is required. That togetherness is required. Uh, so it is. It's a human thing, and it's like a chain. You know, if if I lend you ten bucks, ideally you should return those ten bucks to me. But instead of returning it to me, if you give ten bucks to somebody else, that okay, somebody had given you ten bucks, so you have given ten bucks to somebody else. The chain never gets completed. 
So if I look after my children, my children should look after me rather than just looking after their own children. This is as simple as this. The younger people, if they remain a little vigilant, a little aware, spare some time for their parents, it would be nice and good for everyone. And that's the that's the teaching that they will leave behind for their own children. Because uh, in time to come, these young people would be old and would be as lonely and as desperate as their own parents if they don't teach their own children by example. So that's very important. It's karma. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much, Himanshu, sir, for being on the show. Karma is supreme. And it it is indeed the most... Uh, I would say this is indeed the karma is supreme in its true sense, you know, taking care of your parents, taking care of your elders, because what goes around comes around. Thank you, sir, for being on the show. I'm really honored, really honored. Thank you for the opportunity. Take care and stay blessed always. Thank you, sir. Thank you.